Yo, today's QOD is money is to make you comfortable, not happy. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Money Mindset Week continues with our main man, Bob Proctor. And this is actually um, two clips that I put together, I combined. And the first part is one of my favorite Bob Proctor clips ever because we hear so often, money won't make you happy. Why do you need more money? Ain't gonna make you happy, on, on, on. And Bob provides the perfect comeback for that. The second part is... Bob reads a passage from the book, The Science of Getting Rich. And when I first heard this passage and read this passage, I was um, unsure about it, a little bit offended by it. But the more I thought about it, the more I understood it to be true. Because no matter what you do in life, my friends, you're going to need money. You know, this past month, I've probably spent $500 on books. So I can learn stuff, right? Because I'm incredibly curious. I spend money on food. I just built a gym in my garage, right? And all of that required money. In order to become the best version of myself, I need money to create that. I need money to do that. And so it's just a really good conversation starter. So if you're in the the car with your spouse or somebody in the car with your kids, just a really good conversation. Discussion topic is like, do you need money to live your very best life? Here's Bob. Now, I talk about money quite a bit. And if you really knew me, you'd realize that it's not that important to me. It's important to me like a runner probably watches a stopwatch. It's a yardstick. And, and I learned that money is used for just two things. Two things, it's not to hoard. Definitely not to hoard. It's to make you comfortable. You'll hear people say, well, money won't make you happy. That's an absurd statement. It was never meant to make you happy. It was meant to make you comfortable. When somebody says, you, you know, money not going to make you happy, say, really? And do you know that you cannot drive around town in a refrigerator? <laughs> And they're going to say, what are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, I just thought I'd match a ridiculous statement with a ridiculous statement. (laughs) I realize refrigerators are preserved food, not drive around town. Money is to make you comfortable, not happy. And at least if you're miserable and you have some money, you can be miserable in comfort. You know, there's some consolation to it. (laughs) But that's one purpose. The other, it enables you to extend the service that you render far beyond your own presence. Now that is important. I made up my mind years ago that we would have a company that operated all over the world and everybody that worked in our company would become wealthy. I just made up my mind I was going to do that. I was driving down here today and I said to my wife, I said, money makes such a difference in your life, doesn't it? It frees you up. 
You don't have to spend any time wondering, can you afford it? It's just, do you want it? You don't have to wonder if you can pay it. You tell somebody to pay it. Money is a magnifier. It'll just make you more of what you already are. If you're not a nice person, you'll become absolutely terrible. <laughs> Mike Parent, who's a major ball player, one time in, in, in Vegas, he said to me, he said, you know something, that's right. He said, I remember some guys in minor ball that weren't nice guys. And he said, when they got to the major leagues and signed up those big contracts, he says, they were just absolutely unbearable. But if you're a nice person, you're going to become a nicer person. Because it enables you to extend the good that you have far beyond your own presence. We should not want to hoard it. I've got no desire to leave it. I want to use it. And I want to use it to share what we're doing right here. Everywhere in the world. Because everywhere in the world needs what we're teaching. Now... Let's turn over to the first part of this. We're on page 11. Now this is pretty interesting. Whatever may be said in praise of poverty, the fact remains that it is not possible to live a really complete and successful life unless one is rich. Now, don't read anything else. Just read that first paragraph again. Whatever may be said in praise of poverty, the fact remains that it is not possible to live a really complete and successful life unless one is rich. How many people have trouble with that? Be honest. Nobody has trouble with that? Wait a minute. How many of you can hold your arm in the air? Let me see if you can get your arm in the air. All right. Now, let's, let's really... Sucking some truth serum here. <laughs> How many of you have some difficulty with that? Oh, and we got a few held up their hands. You know why we have difficulty with it? We have difficulty with it because of the way we're programmed. See, if you're going to live a really complete life, you're going to need a lot of things that you are not able to do yourself. You cannot make yourself. You cannot get yourself. You're going to need money. almost anything that you do. Think of all the services that are being taken care of in your home right now. Cost money. See, let's not get on the wrong track with this. We're not saying money's everything. We're just saying that it's essential if you want other people's products or services. You gotta have money. And with money, you can start to do the things that you'd really like to do. Money enables you to extend the good you do far beyond your own presence. Our company is educating kids in, in Africa every day. Hundreds of them. And apparently we're going to start educating them in India and Los Angeles. Is that Los Angeles? Yeah, she says yes, we're going to land in Los Angeles. Anyway. No, it's not that Los Angeles is the same as India or Africa. It's just that they're going to do some there too. We cannot rise to our greatest possible height in talent or soul development unless we have plenty of money. 
In order to unfold the soul and to develop talent, we must have many things to use, and we cannot have these things unless we have the money to buy them with. If you stop and think of what you've spent money on just in the last 24 hours, there's all kinds of things that you spent money on that you probably didn't really think about. You may have not spent a cent out of your pocket in the last 24 hours, but you were spending money at home, you were spending money in your office, in your car, in different places. That, money, that was money being spent. Now, I want you to think when you're broke, you have absolutely no money. I know most of you have never been that way. I've been that way, I'll tell you. And, man, life gets pretty rugged. You can't do this, you can't do that. You don't even get to the point where you're real hungry. How many here have ever cashed in Coke bottles to get something to eat? God, I have. Oh, you have? Yeah. I remember doing it and saying, I'm never going to do this again. Then I'd do it again. You see? People develop in mind and soul and body by making use of things, and society is so organized that people must have money in order to become the possessor of things. Therefore, the basis of all human advancement must be the science of getting rich. The object of all life is development. Everything that lives has an inalienable right to all the development it is capable of attaining. You know, he gets into you might want to enjoy great art. Well, you may go to a museum, but how about in your own home? You know? There's so many things. If there was no end to the money, you know, things that we would do, not just to blow the money, but for our own development. Each of us has a right to life. This means the right to have the free and unrestricted use of all the things that may be necessary to our fullest mental, spiritual, and physical unfolding. In other words, our right to be rich. In this book, I speak, I shall not speak of riches in a figurative way. To be really rich does not mean to be satisfied or contented with a little. You ought not to be satisfied with a little if you are capable of using and enjoying more. Now here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I want you to take, there's um, page 11, 12, 13 and 14. I want one person to start reading, and I want everyone to really focus and listen to that person at your table that's reading. Start right at the beginning of the chapter. Forget that I've just gone over some of it. Start right at the beginning, and then you may say, when you've read a bit, pass, and somebody else start reading. And read the chapter. And listen very carefully to the person that's reading it. 
And then, when that's done, there are questions on page 15. I'm going to ask you, the person that started to read, to ask that question. Explain how the right to life includes the right to riches. Okay, there's questions. You ask those questions, and I want you to discuss them at your table. Any questions? Good, let's start. All right, that was Bob Proctor. His website is ProctorGallagherInstitute.com. This one comes from an audio program you can get on Audible.com called The Secret Bob Proctor. Hey, tonight it is going down. I got a free class going on called Three Things the Finance Gurus Never Tell You. I want you to get signed up at freemoneyclass.com. It goes down at 5 o'clock Pacific time, 8 o'clock Eastern time. It's going to be live. And if you miss it, make sure you sign up so you can get the replay. So as I told you yesterday, if you've been trying to follow strategies for getting your money together and it's just not working, it's because there are three things that most people are missing. I'm going to cover those three things tonight. I will see you there. I'm out. Peace.